our generation, I guess, because of the exposure that it has, uh, has managed to increase its awareness or sensitivity towards the world and you know its affairs in context to where we are today versus where we were maybe 60,000 years ago versus where we potentially can be 2,000 years in the future. And we keep coming back to this saying, look, Omer, you and I are having a conversation. We are initiating a dialogue and hopefully this will trickle down to our friends, our colleagues, you know, our brothers, our sisters around the world. And hopefully, you know, one step at a time, everyone starts becoming more aware, more sensitized uh, towards their next of kin, irrespective of who he is or where he comes from or what faith he practices or, or you know, what place of worship he goes to. And something that we've been breaking our heads with that we've not known how to tackle is while we can address this with our generation and of course, one generation below. How do we address this subject with one generation above? WhatsApp. <laughs> They're all on WhatsApp or Facebook. <laughs> WhatsApp they have University. Not gone to, they have not gone to uh, Instagram yet, but yeah. Facebook they all watch. Right. So, and uh, I, I've seen even my parents, hmm. you know, their ideologies, their beliefs, and changing through the social media and uh, they're seeing it. And also these intermarriages, you know, that's also helped out, helped out a lot. Um, and I, I think, you know, once <laughs> inbreeding helps actually. <laughs> Hi, I'm Suveer Bajaj from Bombay, India. And I'm Omer Kazi from Karachi, Pakistan. We've been friends for over 15 years now. And often I dream of getting into my car and driving to go and see Omer over the weekend. Door to door, the journey is only 883 kilometers for me. Yet, it's impossible to get there. And in this podcast, Suveer and I are going to try to take that journey digitally as we explore the similarities that Pakistanis and Indians have through the lens of content, community and culture. We will chat with respected filmmakers, chefs, musicians, even stand-up comics who may have performed across the border and even have fans here and there. Our aim is to try and bridge the gap between our two countries through transformational dialogue with the youth of our nations. I'm sure that together we will identify several similarities. After all, we are all cut from the same cloth. And indeed, we might find a few differences but we will celebrate them. Welcome to our next episode of 883 to Infinity. You're here with me, Sudhir and Umair, as we talk to our next guest today, Yusuf Bashir Qureshi. Very interesting guest for our, ne- our next episode. Uh, Yusuf uh, studied in the University of Nebraska in food sciences. And more recently, Yusuf has been wearing multiple hats, or if you've seen a picture of him, then multiple different turbans, uh, as he's worked in fashion and then later went on to pick up art and photography and is now most recently a gardener. And Yusuf's here to tell us about his inspirations. Yusuf was in the US for a while and then returned to Pakistan in 2002 and started his label YBQ that's headquartered in Karachi and he also runs this alongside being a resident professor at the Indus Valley School. Welcome Yusuf. Yusuf, uh, before we started, you know, when I was briefing Subir about who we are, so I I pulled up this something, I think it's it's, uh, something that features you in the the Huffington Post, it says, uh, graduate from University of Nebraska in food science, ping one. Qureshi has garbed celebrities such as Sharon Crow, Angelina Jolie, Denzel Washington, Madonna, two, 
then uh and is also an avid photographer ting three and then is a gardener ting four and then when i spoke to you you told me that you are farming and you're selling the stuff to nikos and what not ting five um kureshi eventually returned to pakistan in 2012 to start his label uh, is based out of karachi runs alongside you know he's a resident professor at at the time you were i think at uh, indus valley um so that's, basically that's what Omer six... is trying to ask you is how many hours in a day do you have <laughs> and, yeah so because usually you know when we have someone on the show you, they have a very clear title right this person is a chef he's a director he's a musician he's an actor so isme samajh mein nahi aa raha tha ki what's your genre like who, i know you're yusuf but who are you yusuf well, how do you define why... how do you how do you define a yusuf bashir kurash देखो पता क्या आई मीन यू नो वी बिन गिवन दिस लाइफ टू फाइंड आउट व्हाट ऑल वी आर यू नो वी ऑल एक्ट वी ऑल एक्ट सो यू नो समटाइम आई एक्ट लाइक अ फ्रेंड समटाइम आई एक्ट लाइक एन एनिमी समटाइम आई एक्ट लाइक अ सन समटाइम आई एक्ट लाइक अ फादर बट ओनली द गिफ्टेड परफॉर्म सो आपकी परफॉर्मेंस के ऊपर मेन चीज होती है एंड यू नो वी आर नॉट यू नो 2D 3D वी आर मल्टी डायमेंशनल सो मीन देयर बीन सो मेनी थिंग्स दैट्स दैट आर हिडन इन अस एंड इट्स अप टू अस वी जस्ट kind of like you know ye hum logo jo they institutionalized us to you know choose a certain way that we should live certain way we should pray certain way we should look certain way we should talk all these languages are made so that we could we could uh, tell each other how much we love them in in different ways you know they these languages are made to connect us uh, so were these religions you know so are these countries and they've made this into tools of dividing us you know every time someone says okay so you know every time you know when you talk about india for example your neighbor see ye alag hain maine kaha alag kaise hum to jude hue hain alag kaise hain alag shay china ho alag america ho lekin india to hamare sath juda hua hai literally jude hain hamari har cheez unke sath judi hui hai to hum log to jude hue hain तो आई मीन अब आपको देखना है आप किस नजर से देखना चाहते एंड व्हाट वी नीड टू डू इज वी नीड टू ओपन आवर हराइजन अप आई मीन हर इंसान मुख्तलिफ है यू नो माय यू नो लाइंस ऑन माय हैंड्स आर डिफरेंट देन योर्स बट डजंट मीन के एंड दैट्स द ब्यूटी ऑफ इट इफ यू ऑल इफ यू ऑल लुक द सेम यू ऑल टॉक द सेम देन यू वुड नॉट बी इंटरव्यूइंग यू वुड नॉट बी फ्रेंड्स अमंग्स ईच अदर you know we would not need the other we need the other so that the other tells us how how beautiful we are how good we are you know how resourceful we are you know oh how, how bad we are how bad we are so we need the other to correct us we need the other to define us so the other is very very important otherwise you know bhagwan or god had enough spaces in the entire universe to put you into mars and put him into saturn and put me into jupiter he put us all all of us in one small space that was round also that means ghoom phir ke takraoge zarur nahi ye to hai but but it's there is you're right so there is the the concept of the other helps us us understand who we are in relation to others Uh, but not very often do i do we get to speak to someone who's who has so many others within one personality right for example matlab ye umair hai ye advertiser ye at most aapke bare mein bhi agar kahi na kahi hoga na 
Yusuf is a Pakistani designer or a Pakistani artist or a Pakistani villager, whatever you are, right? So it's in your case, there's so many identities that that are woven into what you do because you keep reinventing yourself or you, 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 you try to find different aspects of yourself that you want to pursue. So then like, how, how do you approach your own identity? How does that work? Because these identities have been given to me. They were not mine. My name, Yusuf, yeah. you know, was given to me by, by someone who loved me no? and still loves hmm. me, my parents. Hmm. Well, what, what is Yusuf? It was just a name. I respond to that like it's me. No, well, what is me? For that, I've been given this life. For, for that, I've been given these opportunities. Um, you know, for me to understand how many other things that we can do. I'm not man-made or handmade. You know, I'm just, I'm God-made. So, <laughs> as an artist, you know, you tell me if I would make a painting hmm. Hmm. So, someone who's, uh, and you know, God also made this into this, you know, Bachpan Sehamek, you know, we've been living um, this life. Um, our life has been institutionalized totally. I mean, we've been conditioned so much. Even, even our air is conditioned. You know, what, what conditioning does, it takes away you from you. You know, it takes the feeling away from you. It makes you think. Um, so we've lost all, all feelings. You know, just like in, in an air-conditioned room, when you're sitting in an air-conditioning room, you know, our conditioning is such that uh, we don't feel the heat outside. We think everything is, the weather is beautiful. And that's, that's happened to our, to our soul also. It's been conditioned. You know, even that's been conditioned. You know, everywhere, it's a different Zamir. Um, so, for example, my, you know, my, uh, my heart allows me, you know, my religion, my, my God, my, my prophet, um, even my, um, the law of my land allows me. But my conscience does not allow me to fall in love again. My wife does not allow me to fall in love again. My children don't allow me. <laughs> but if I go 1500 kilometers from here to Dubai, my conscience allows, my wife allows, my kids allow, <laughs> everyone allows. And if you go into the Amazon, you know, there's, you know, each woman has four husbands. Correct. So their conscience is different. So hello, I mean, we can't even think about it. it. It pisses you off. So our conditioning is such that we are not who we are. We are what the environment has made us. So what we need to do is God's given us this beautiful life, you know, to find out what all we can do, what, how many people we can benefit and, and grow. You know, we, this, this life was not supposed to be this short that, we, that we're living nowadays. You know, we die in 70 years or so. You know, as engineers, you would know, uh, people would know that you know, you build a car that the engine and the body would last the same amount of time, right? So if a mm. car is built to stay for about 20 or 50 years, you know, the engine and the body and the chases, everything is going to stay that long. You know, we found mummies, we found, you know, 
bodies in snow, we found hair samples, we found skulls, we found bones that are a thousand years old. So if my body is supposed to last for a thousand years, why am I dying in 70 years? So we need to find out about ourselves. We are killing ourselves. And we are killing ourselves for nothing. Um, so how are we going to live longer is not also not the amount of years that you live. It's uh, what have you done and how many people have you benefited? Correct. You know, if you've benefited people in your life, then you will live a thousand years. Absolutely. And if you haven't, you know, nobody will remember you. You know, if, if you look our, within our forefathers, you know, some people know their, you know, uh, tree from, from Adam. And some don't even know their great-grandfather's name, or where they were born. Because they did not benefit people. That's why if they had benefited people, you know, we would remember all of them. So we need to live this life like it's going to be forever. It is forever. You said, That's you really said, interesting. Ah, you, said go ahead, two, you said two interesting things, right? 1500 kilometers to your west is Dubai. Umair just came back from Dubai. <laughs> hey, I, I went with a wife and kid. Okay. And didn't come back with one. So, so I didn't get those permissions. <laughs> and the second thing you spoke about you always is... went there with a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> For all our listeners of this podcast who can't see Umair's facial expression right now, his eyes are closed and he's nodding his head left to right. <laughs> The second interesting thing that you said is when, you know, you spoke about your identity, you said this name has been given to, was given to me by people who loved me, your parents, of course, when you were born. And I want to take a minute to, you know, to talk about your parents. I believe your mom was from undivided India and uh, she was from Ajmer. And I believe it was on her say so, her wish that you actually traveled to India at some point of time. So what was the story there? It was the most beautiful time, you know, everyone said, you know, you're going to India, you know, looking like this and with a turban and with a beard and, you know, it's going to be a lot of problems. And, you know, from the time that I landed and from the time that I left, all there was, was love. And I swear to you, it was just love. And if, you know, there's, there was an incident, you know, it was, it was not out of love, it was out of fear. And that's what's been installed into us from children, all of us. You know, we've been made afraid of, of things that they did not have to prove. Starting from, and, and the one who, who made us afraid were actually the ones who loved us the most. And they didn't even know. You know, like my mother, you know, I asked her, I was like, why did you lie to me? She's like, when did I lie to you? I said, you told me, Bahu Ajaga. I was like, hey, hello. She's like, well, but that was not a lie. You know, our parents told us that. So you're telling me that I'm a liar. So then it becomes this emotional thing. And, you know, when you're not ready to accept your wrongs, how can you correct them? And then we were made afraid of grades. You're made afraid of elders. You're made afraid of, you know, hellfire. You're made afraid of, you know, grave. And, you know, the worst thing that they did was they made us afraid of God. And when you're afraid of mm. from something, you know, you stay away from it. Mm. And when we figured out that God 
resided within us, we were away from our own selves. So I, I think it's, you know, it's, it's high time, you know, we, we've made <laughs> everything humans do, they make an institute out of it. Correct. You know, one, it's, it's damn good business, but it's, it's really, really bad for humanity. Of course. As I see it. And they, and they call it an institute also. I mean, who goes in an institute? I mean, it's like crazy people. Yeah, it's easy to understand. That's why they productize it, right? We're marketing guys. We understand that from a productization perspective. <laughs> no, well, they made an institute of morality. They made religions. Then they said, okay, we make another institute. We make an institute of knowledge. They made school, colleges, and universities. Then they made an institute. They said, okay, let's make an institute of health. Then said, okay, let's make an institute of finance. They made banks. Everyone went into debt. Then said, okay, well, let's make an institute of uh, security. They made armies and police. Everyone became insecure. So what in the name in help, trying the institute wanted to help mankind. It took the kind away from man and man became beast. And this is what's left out of us. And, you know, with, with these dialogues that you guys are doing, at least we will have, you know, yes, there will be uncomfortable questions. Of course. But why, why is it uncomfortable? Have we even asked ourselves, why do we feel discomfort? Why do we feel hurt? What is this conditioning? What is this fear? You know, they put fear in us. They put greed in us. And, you know, you put fear and greed into someone and then you can make them do anything you want to. Very true. Very true. I think fear and greed are probably two of the most controlling emotions. I think a lot of psychological surveys written on the motivations of nations and how they link back to fear and greed. But on the subject of nations, we're very, very keen to hear about your travel story to India. I believe your mom. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so I went, to, I went to Ajmer. I went to Ajmer on the, on the, for, the, for the wedding ceremony. In, um, in Ajmer for the Gadi Nasheen Haji Salman. It was his wedding. Right. And it was just, it, w- it was a beautiful event. And I went there and, um, I, you know, I got the honor to, you know, make the dastar on his head. And uh, his wife, Salman's wife, you know, apparently saw me and said, you know, you're my baba. And, you know, everything, you know, changed. So it was, it was I was part of the family all, all mm. of a sudden. And then, I found my mother's home there, right next to the to the Darga also. And I went there initially, they kind of looked at me, they thought, you know, some crazy man is here and they're asking <laughs> for his grandfather, maybe he has to take some or something, I, you know. So, but uh, once they met me, you know, they showed me the whole house. I said, can I clean the house? You know, and they let me clean the house. And uh, everyone was just, it was just love, man, throughout. You know, I stayed at, uh, and from there I went to Delhi. And Delhi again, um, I was invited uh, um, to um, Maharaj Tikka Singh's house. He invited me over for dinner. And, mm-hmm. and then in Bombay, I stayed with um, Nasir Bhai, Nasiruddin Shah. And he was, you know, one of the best hosts. You know, opened his house for me, his family. And uh, wherever I went, you know, I just fell in love, man. Mm. Jaipur. Uh, and everywhere I went, you know, people looked at me and uh, the small in, in Hawa Mahal, I went, I went to a small um, fabric shop 
citizen of of the world to clean it up man hmm. yeah, there's no shame in it not at all it's only pride not at all so i guess a deep sense of ownership belonging everything kind of a lot of uh, of course compound you know emotions. when i was there when i was there yes i was a pakistani i was a pakistani but i was at home that place was mine and and i was theirs and that's how they treated me they treated me and you know i'm talking about india when i went to the united states in 1990 you know i was at that time and i went to nebraska you know i told all my friends i'm going to america and when they threw a dinner for me and said where are you going i said i'm going to nebraska it's like oh we thought you're going to america like, well, <laughs> and people in, in in nebraska also did not know where pakistan was and had no clue mm. and had weird questions but uh, and i stayed with a host family that lived on a farm my nearest neighbor was 12 miles away from me. oh wow and i went there in a ramadan and um, to my surprise you know i thought it was a they were uh, corn huskers they were corn farmers but they were hog farmers oh wow so i go there from pakistan and you know with this uh you know this this uh, this fear of, of of pigs and i land in a hog farm so i told my you know my host parents like you know i love you both nancy robert love you all but like no pig business man you touch pigs you don't touch me i don't hug you I mean, like no pig shoes in my room just you know I, I, this was my mindset of course that's what you've you know, been brought up fresh with, yeah. off the boat yeah and you know what they and these people had in the morning they would have bacon in the afternoon they would have hamburgers and at night they would have pork chops of course Back and here. i went there in ramadan <laughs> you know for one month i stayed with them for 15 days all these 15 days my host mother nancy drove all the way to the city all the crockery and cutlery in the house was replaced oh wow they did not eat any pork in the house for 15 days i mean can you believe the kind of regard that they gave me hmm. because i was uncomfortable they could have said you know you stupid boy you just coming from pakistan you don't know anything you've been eating this 
for centuries nothing's happened to us it's very delicious deal with it did not give any justification all they did was give me regard hmm so no, this is this is, is pretty interesting uh yeah this these people did not even then the only black people they'd seen was either on tv or you know a few you know basketball players you know i went to this small town and i was the first brown fellow they'd ever seen in their lives and this was the reaction hmm. so just you know everyone we all need love correct i mean you need love to hate also so for <laughs> love you need a lot of love of course you don't know hate without love right you don't know love without hate two sides of the same coin that's true who made you no, saying no but specifically uh, yusuf in in this case like ye hota hai na you sometimes board a flight from pakistan you know there's always those couple of guys that say halal food with one beer please so do you think this this uh, you know this thing that you told about the hogs about the pigs and this this general uneasiness that you have do you think it's something that's cultural or religious because what if it was i mean we live in a world post corona where we know that you know what if they were having bats for dinner would you be similarly disgusted or would you be like okay you know that's your thing you can do it i'm i'm, I'm okay with it as long as i don't have to join you guys Quite relevant with the bat example during a corona lockdown no man yeah but understand one thing you know we are extremely confused between religion and culture yeah you know our culture is uh, we've taken our culture from the hindu mythology all mm. our uh, uh, festivals even um, um, you know uh, like the das muharram the festivals of das muharram exactly like dosera exactly like dosera so the tazias everything so you know our mehndis our shadis our foods everything is 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 from this from this region so we don't know where the culture starts we don't know where religion ends you know we are influenced by the saudi um, side from one side we're influenced by the mm. iran from one side we're influenced yeah you know um, um, um by the hindus on one side we just influenced by all these people so we've lost you know we are, we are lost actually we need to find um and we are lost because we're looking for differences we will find when we look for common grounds common grounds are you know for example what will it it does not bother me it does not um uh, it does not relate to me that what your relationship is with you or with your god hmm so my relationship um the most important thing is what is my relationship uh, with myself and then what is my responsibility for others you know to me you know if you don't smell bad and your check doesn't bounce i have no problems <laughs> with you i have like zero issues with you body odors you know, good finance secret to success no body odors <laughs> and good finance safai ne maan सफाई हम लोगों ने बचपन से सुना निस्फीमान है तो आप अंदर और बाहर से साफ हो जाएं और आपका चेक बाउंस ना हो मीनिंग यू डोंट लाइ टू मी आई हैव नो इश्यूज विद यू व्हाई शुड आई आई मीन यू नो हाउ यू नो यू वांट अबाउट वर्ड द काबा यू वांट अबाउट वर्ड्स यू नो द द द सिनेगॉग इट्स दैट्स बिटवीन यू एंड हिम एंड दैट्स यू एंड हिम इज यू एंड यू आई गॉट नथिंग टू डू विद इट 
But Yusuf, I'm interested to 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 ask, how did you come? Because you know, you spoke about conditioning a few minutes ago, and like it or not, we were all conditioned while growing up, right? Good, bad, right, wrong, language, whatever it may be. At some point in time, you had to come through to a turning point where you realize that, hey, look, this conditioning is just because something needs to be written on a piece of paper and given to me so I can read it. But beyond the point, hey, look, I don't need to read it, right? Beyond the point. uh it, you know they they're telling us what to read because someone has written it and i'm interested to realize at what point of time you actually came to this realization you know i'm i'm sure that before you came to india as well there must have been some kind of you know some ideas you had in your head about india especially from the coming from the fact that uh you know your mum is from undivided india is from you know our side of the border presently so obviously you may have heard some stories plus there's the color that maybe media press sensationalizes as well and then of course you come here and you realize that you know you you told us about your experience being overridden with or overwhelmed with love and acceptance and belonging right so there must have been some switch at some point of time saying look i was told that i was told one side of the story and then i realized hey there is no story to tell someone's made up this story to tell what was that inflection point for you see i mean you know there are different points in life that uh, that you know you get signals um sometimes you go or most of the time you go astray which is not a bad thing you know if you do not get lost you will not find find your way so yes i was lost for a very long time also mm. you know i went to a military academy here for 5 years and we had certain connotations and you know from here <laughs> yeah the, before that also there there been several times but i'll tell you one incident that when i went from here to the midwest directly from a boarding school all boys 5 years just full of hormones and at that time <laughs> we only had this archie comic digest you know there was betty and veronica yeah of course i mean we had seen veronicas around but betty was someone that you know like oh my god betty is mm. oh my god <laughs> and uh, so I went to Nebraska, so everyone was a Betty there. Everyone was a Betty. Everyone was yeah. blonde with blue eyes. Girl next door. So I said, "I'm going to, you know, oh my God, I'm in heaven. This is what we'll get in heaven." And I got in Nebraska, but I could not keep a relationship sometimes more than a couple of hours. So you know, oh. I found out then it was not the blonde hair and the fair skin that I was turned on by. This was not my attraction. My attraction, even my physical attraction, was something different. But I've been I was told since childhood that you know no this is beautiful so I thought mm. that was beautiful mm. but uh, and then you know as an artist also you know I never went to an art school the only time I went to an art school is when I went there to teach and um, I found out you know first I thought you know artists must be you know these people who have these visions and oh my god you know they have these dreams and they can sketch so well and they can Film and they can do so many things. They they have so many different modes of expressing themselves. So and and then I was like, it was all crap. If you look at anything with love, it turns beautiful. And anything that is beautiful is art. So start looking at things with 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 love, and you'll become an artist. And everyone is an artist, you know. I have to ask one question just for my clarity. You said in briefly you mentioned five years you went to a military school over here. What is a military school? Um, it's a it's a pre-military school from mm -hmm. eighth grade to the twelfth grade. We go mm -hmm. into this boarding school. 
and we um, it is run by you know the, the military also mm -hmm. we have military instructors so you get your regular ed education plus you get the extra drill mm -hmm. um, so you know they get you prepared to go into the military so the expectation is very regimented got it mm. so it's the very regimented got it and the expectation is that you finish school and then you join the pakistani military mostly most of the people did join and i also wanted to join but um, i guess it wasn't meant to be yeah my father said he just wants to join the military so he could fight <laughs> <laughs> no but it, you can fight anyway <laughs> you don't need the military to fight I was a very rowdy kid इंडिया uh but they able to tell you like immediately ke oh yeah, this this person is not from around here he's, he's from he's from pakistan because as i understand and as we can see you uh, you know you're 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 notorious for the sort of get up you have you have your pagri you you wear your dhoti you 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 have the certain style which even in karachi if you walk by on the road you know if someone doesn't knew the doesn't know the vibq brand they'll be like who's this person what, what what's his thing So when you went to India, were they? Yes, I'm a foreigner here said, also. <laughs> you're a foreigner. Uh, yeah, not a foreigner, but but you're a, you're an interesting. Uh, uh, See, the thing is, you know, it's a character. Yeah, yeah. Huh? It, character, no, in yeah. India, you know, yes, they they knew exactly I was not from there. Even I, from Pakistan, the people ask me where are you from. In Pakistan, people <laughs> ask me, "Am I from India?" Yeah. You know, I I wear kadas, and you know, so they all assume that I'm from India. Most of the people think I'm Sikh. Hmm. Uh, so oh because of the turban hmm. because of the turban because of the mustache because of the kada and you know i also wear a kirpan so hmm. um, everyone thinks i'm i'm i'm, I'm sikh so uh, it looks considerably more rajput though in it, my opinion how you um, yes people will you know if you look different people will look at you yeah so yeah. you need to you need to be aware of your surroundings also i remember a long time ago um, not i mean by 10 years ago we had gone to london for some show so it was all celebrities i mean they're all friends so in the plane everyone's my friend as soon as the immigration line comes i mean nobody wants to stand with yeah me. you know i'm this guy <laughs> with a big turban and you know, like, <laughs> separate line for the turban even bigger because <laughs> the ac here you know air comes from the top it gives me a headache so i mean so i can just wrap my eyes so and you know my immigration lady was this like Really, she looked like one of the redneck people. No, we call them rednecks. So, and she was staring at me. She couldn't figure out. You know, then I had this camera, and then I had like all these bells that were jingling on me. So she saw all this fabric and all this hair coming towards her. And the first thing she asked me was like, "Do you need a translator?" And I just turned back. And, you know, and I didn't even give her time to breathe. And I said, "Yes, I do. If you don't understand English." <laughs> bad <laughs> talk about racism nothing and that was it we broke the ice there you know i could have said oh you want me to show you my degrees you know i went to the state <laughs> yeah, it would just call cause more commotion you know i i was like why you know she had this fear i need to take that fear away from her mm. and mm. that's all i did you know make a little joke 
Absolutely. That's not offensive to anyone. Absolutely. And nobody, nobody wants to hate anyone. Of course. It's installed into us. We are born to love. You know, as soon as, you know, you're conditioned, you know, I've seen it with my own eyes. I've seen newborn babies thrown into water and the water does not swallow them. And when, as soon as the baby is aware of the water, it swallows it. So the fear kills you. Mm. And the fear of the other will kill you. Mm. So what we need to do is, you know, that fear, we need to keep it near. Mm. We need to understand. And the other, we need to keep it dear. Mm. I guess that happens. Yeah, I guess that happens over a period of time, right? To, to be able to own your fear. And you talk very passionately about you know, a lot of your experiences, I also noticed that a lot of these experiences that you talk about very fondly, of course, we started off by talking about, you know, the Indian experience. And of course, you spoke about university in Nebraska and, you know, more recently about this experience with the uh, immigration lady from, I, I, I missed where that was from, but I would imagine it was obviously some country in the West, which is why she asked you for a England, translation yeah, in England. Yeah, in London. Yeah. So you speak very fondly about your travels and I'm sure that, you know, uh, when you get the chance to travel and, you know, meet people and experience different cultures, food, music, you know, it, it brings about a very uh, rich sense of diversity in terms of your own inspiration. And how do you think that, you know, this diversity in terms of your experiences actually impacts your work or your decision making as far as what you're doing right now, or who you are right now? See, what I am right now is, you know, as an amalgamation of all my experiences. And right now, my world is you too. That's it. There's nothing beyond that. If something beyond this, then I'm not even here and I'm not there. I'm just wasting time. I do not want to waste any more time because time is going to pass. You know, I love collecting moments. This is a moment for me. And I will cherish it long after this moment is over also. Because for me, it will stay with me. Every time I want to miss Suvir, I want to miss Umer, you know, I will, I, will, I will think of this moment. And I will cherish this moment again and I'll relive this moment. I just want to live forever, man. And this is the best <laughs> way I found out. Just collect moments because time passes and moments stay. So just collect moments. Orkia. And mm -hmm. also, you know, uh, you know this, I, I don't want to be afraid anymore. Mm. I've been afraid all my life, man. Hmm. I don't want to be afraid anymore. And this fear is something that's, that, that's, that's killing us. That's killing our generations. That's killing our love that resides within us. So, and, and, and yes, you know, before someone looks at you, it is uncomfortable. Hmm. But get over that discomfort, man. Come on. You know, I know when I walk out, people look at me. And you know what I do? I just say hello. And when you say hello... You know, their fear breaks. Their fear Correct. breaks and my fear breaks. My Correct. ego breaks. Correct. Sab jhagde ana ke hote hain. Sab jhagde ana ke hote hain. Log kab kahan kisi ke hote hain. Kyun lagate hain arzuye man unse. Jo khud se bewafa juda hote hain. So I'd written this when I was a little child, but and I, and I, and I still believe in it. Lovely. So, no, this is specifically... Uh, so we do, do you want to say something? I wanted to probe actually one step further. You said, you yeah. know, I want to overcome my fear and I want to own my fear. And mm -hmm. different points of time, fear has controlled each of us very, very differently. I want to probe slightly further. What's, what's your most piercing memory of fear controlling you? 
my grandfather's my grandfather's death you know at that time i was you know i was i i was always afraid that something might happen to him i was i always lived in fear and then when he was going away he was in my arms and you know i was i was so afraid that i thought you know when his breath start breaking you know i thought i would die and you know something something beautiful happened his last breath you know he gave it to me you know i lived and he died and he took my fears away but for that he had to give up his life so yeah that was there was there was there was one time in my life that was um yes i was i was very afraid at that time mm-hmm. thank you while we're on the you how my Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, must be a very haunting memory. It, it's it's no, it's not haunting, man. It's 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 a beautiful memory. You know, I talk about it today, and I and I tear up as well. So mm. it was a beautiful memory. We all have to go, but कुछ लोग जाते नहीं रह जाते हैं. Absolutely. So you know, ज़िंदगी की दौड़ में सब के सब ही मर गए. जो जी लिए वो रह गए. जो रह गए वो मर गए. जाना तो सबने है एब्सोल्युटली अब रहना कौन चाहता है ये आप पे लवली एब्सोल्युटली थैंक यू फॉर शेयरिंग दैट विद अस यू नो गिव्स यू फूड फॉर थॉट राइट यू स्टार्टेड ऑफ विद हाउ इट्स समथिंग दैट यू फियर्ड बट देन यू लव इट एज मच एज वेल so since we were on this platform or you know this is something you know when suvir and i started this so so the main thing that we wanted to address through this through 83 through this platform was this sort of inbuilt fear uh, that we have for the other you know both sides of the border specifically for for younger audiences it's and you said you'd had a lot of experience i mean um, you're you're a role model to so many people especially a lot of people in the younger generation even despite the fact and in spite of the fact that you are you're a different character altogether you you don't fit the norm you break the mold in every every conceivable way so you know how do you get rid of this inbuilt fear that uh, let's say me or generations after me have of the indian i was lucky enough to go to india and you know very few people have been able to do that including yourself and ceo Think this isn't that bad. I mean, these are people just like us. Sure, they have their similarities, they have their differences. Uh, but you know, it's something to be celebrated, not necessarily something to be feared. But a lot of us and a lot of people, in, especially in the youth, are you know, grow up with this sort of fear that's injected from time past. So how do you, how would you want to you know address that? How can we address it? You need to come come to reality with your with the situation of today. you know some we a lot of people who are you know not necessarily prejudiced you know they still talk about you know um india and pakistan should not be separated and it's you know we are one okay when well, that's happened good bad wrong right i'm not going to go into that debate yes i do not agree with that also but uh, again it's it's done na so now we what are we supposed to do now i want to look at it that they are separated from me that the subcontinent was separated it was divided no it's not divided you're right next to me how am i i mean it's it's my mindset that's divided 
you know these lines have been stretching out not today it's been stretching out from from adam man you know countries been making and been you know people been breaking and making these countries people been making these religions and you know doing making languages all these things were made so that we could benefit each other we could recognize each other we could identify each other you know they've made these were tools to unite we made them into machineries to divide now more than more than before it's time that we unite people together you know stop you know okay you want to do this this is how you do it it offends me so don't do it or you know i need to be more comfortable understanding how you do things i think it should be you know we should be inquisitive why are we not celebrating all our holidays and stuff everyone should mm. be celebrate christmas everyone should be celebrating eid everyone should be celebrating diwali what were these um, the celebrations for these celebrations was to unite people and every religion has these you know understand these religions were made to benefit the other to protect the other to respect the other not point a finger at the other hmm. you know this is and this is the teachings of my prophet this is the teachings of buddha this is the teachings of guru nanak ji this is the teachings of bhagwan i mean you pick up any you know jesus moses anyone what did what did the prophet do when he came back to makkah did he kick all the non muslims out no he said we live in harmony together aapki ibadat gahein hamari zimmedari hai hum unko bacha ke rakhenge that's what he preached people defecated on his bed people urinated in the masjid e nabawi at the time of the prophet people threw stones at my prophet what did he do he forgave all he had love for all and the same thing buddha did same thing guru nanak did same thing jesus did same thing moses did i mean same thing mother teresa did i mean we have uh, same thing edi saab did and you have hundreds and thousands of examples in india people who are from different castes sitting down you know bathing people out on the streets you know feeding dogs you know i see i've i've seen with my own eyes in india you know people driving fancy cars stopping over just to feed a stray dog if someone has this in their heart they're feeding a stray dog you think they will not you know feed a stray pakistani <laughs> of course they will of course they will of course they will it's it's and this is what we need to tell our children man our Absolutely. new generation they are much more informed you guys are much more informed than my than myself and you are the ones who are going to change old old styles they are going out of fashion very Absolutely. very fast in in fact that's exactly what we were talking about you know when we said that our generation there's a term that our generation uses i'm not sure whether you're to, uh, familiar with the term woke but our generation uses this term woke w o k e uh and simplistically speaking woke means aware or sensitized and our generation i guess because of the exposure that it has uh has managed to increase its awareness or sensitivity towards the world and you know its affairs in context to where we are today versus where we were maybe 60000 years ago versus where we potentially can be 2000 years in the future 
and we keep coming back to this saying look umair you and i are having a conversation we are initiating a dialogue and hopefully this will trickle down to our friends our colleagues you know our brothers our sisters around the world and hopefully you know one step at a time everyone starts becoming more aware more sensitized uh, towards their next of kin irrespective of who he is or where he comes from or what faith he practices or or you know what place of worship he goes to and the same question that we come to is you know we're doing it and we will do it for our generation and of course umair has a young one at home as well and he's he obviously is going to tell these stories to his younger one who he's bringing up you know with the right ideas and the right ideologies uh you know uh fingers crossed yeah from from the very beginning but how do we tackle that with the generation above us and the generation above them i have a grandmother who i live with who is 95 years of age who obviously was a victim of or or a veteran of partition which is a new term we actually learned on the last episode that we were recording that they call partition veterans and not victims and of course you know there's a lot of first hand uh, experience and first hand baggage and of course their children grew up hearing those stories and that's what's created the trickle down baggage and something that we've been breaking our heads with that we've not known how to tackle is while we can address this with our generation and of course one generation below how do we address this subject with one generation above whatsapp they're all on whatsapp or facebook <laughs> whatsapp you know they've not gone to they've not gone to uh, instagram yet but yeah. facebook they all watch right so and uh, i i've seen even my parents hmm. you know their ideologies their beliefs and changing through the social media and they're seeing it and also these intermarriages you know that's also helped out helped out a lot um and i i think you know once <laughs> inbreeding helps actually um <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, but i think um, you know this uh, um the best thing is that you know all all of us who've met in the united states who went to school so i want to thank united states for this that is you know that, that that country actually um helped me out a lot you know it it's um you know it helped me with my prejudices mm. it helped me with my racism you know it helped me with the understanding who i was mm. you know away from the ones who loved me and closer to the ones who had started to understand me and love me so it was a beautiful journey that you know i learned a lot from there from america and, and you know from your travels you learn a lot you meet of course and to me you know this this life everyone asks me so what are your plans like my plan is to follow the plan simple <laughs> <laughs> it's already been planned man all i need to do is enjoy the plan absolutely nahi but yusuf not everybody is going to be as lucky as you not i mean we all have pakistani passports i mean kitna travel kar sakte hain to have that same sort of experiences that you ha ha wohi main keh raha hu to hum kitna matlab you were lucky and i am lucky that we've had this sort of exposure but let's say if i were to convince someone of your generation and i'm saying that you know restrict kyunki aapki daadi thodi zyada sapaid hai mujhse uh someone who hasn't had that sort of exposure to unko main kaise matlab hum humse choti generation ko chalo hum podcast kar lenge hum ye kar lenge hum wo kar lenge and generally collaborative hogi but then how and and this is something that that when we were starting this off 
you know, when, when we discussed it, when I discussed it, some of my family members, some, some people that are, uh, you know, slightly older than me, they're like, kya karo? Pagal ho Indian ke saath, Indian ke kaise karo uh, So, Like, how do we address it? Facebook. Aap, aap to enlightened hai. Unko kaise kare? TikTok. <laughs> TikTok me it's no India me banned there. We've banned all Chinese apps as of very, very recently. You know, I get so much um uh, response from every time you know I post up someone posts up a video of mine or a share a from me from all over India. Mm. And people have made TikToks and logo ne banadi uspe. So this, you know. This is the new way of communicating. You know, mm-hmm. initially I used to get really upset when I used to, you know, go around and see billboards. Roman Urdu mein, you know, Dil hai Pepsi mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, Urdu ki lag Ab Urdu hone wali. Urdu And then I was like, what's my fear? What am I afraid? If this is the new way of connecting and communicating, then let it be. Of course. What's my fear? Urdu has seen hundreds of years of of, of royalty. Mm. And it will see another thousands of years of royalty. Of course. Or, you know, so what's what's my fear? People are connecting like this. People are understanding like this. Let them be. You know, a couple of hundred years ago, this is how Urdu started. You know, from Turkish, from Sanskrit, from Hindi, from English, from Persian. This is how it was a Lashpuri Zaban. And it became such a beautiful language. It's okay. So let Roman be. If it's If people... Uh, people benefit from it. It'll it'll take its own shape. It'll take its own beauty. It'll own, it'll become its own culture. But why am I so afraid? And again, it is all about my ego. I didn't say that about Hindi. Mm. I said that about Urdu right. because it hurt my ego, na? Of course. And I'll come. I didn't that. say that about English. I said that about Urdu. Correct. So let it be, man. Let people live. However, you know, they want to live, as long as they don't smell bad. <laughs> and as long as they don't bounce checks. Let people live as long as they don't. And the checks don't bounce. But exactly. the only thing that you can do is 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 Yusufai, you know, uh, we spoke about, you know, a lot of interesting concepts, evolution journey, evolution of communication. Uh, and I think that's been a very, very uh, consistent theme, you know, across uh, the last good hour of our conversation. What are you working on right now? What is your message to the world right now? How are you communicating? What are you expressing to the world right now through your work that you're, that you're working on presently? See, right now I'm, I've moved to the farm. So, you know, I'm, avidly farming but what I want to do at the farm I mean I was sitting down and seeing what is the problem that my nation and the world in general is facing too many pigs at is, the farm huh <laughs> too many pigs at the farm <laughs> oh there, there are way too many things at the farm and I'm painting there I'm you know I've started doing this uh, making some instruments or so making 99 instruments oh wow so uh, and uh, trying to figure out how they will sound Oh, wow. So I have this person from India, I have this person from Greece who are all helping me out put these instruments together. So first I grew those, uh, you know, the gourds and I'm in the process of drying them. So it's a mm-hmm. year process and then I make the instrument out of those. So, oh, wow. Oh, the instruments um, are made from the vegetables, is it? 
Yes, yes, yes. We dry it out and it's dried on the shelf. Uh, first it's dried on the vine, then it's dried on the shelf. And then it's cut up and then the skin is put on it. So it's, oh, it's a process and I'm can't going wait through to hear that. Them. enjoying it thoroughly. Absolutely, yeah. can't wait to hear them. You know, I lost one crop. So this is my second crop. So I lost almost a year. Uh -huh. So this is my second crop. And this time I, I've had about 120. So I've, I have to make 99. So, wow. um, but uh, the idea was, you know, I, what's, what's killing the world is so-called is, is poverty. This is what, and as a child, we've been talking about, you know, helping the poor. So we have government hospitals, government schools, government universities, income programs, you know, NGOs, you hmm. know, sadkat, kat, khairat. The poor, poverty is not dying. And they're more poor all over the world. Everyone is giving them money. The amount of money is exuberant, but they're still poor. So what should we do? I was like, well, we experiment with that. Let's start working on rich kids. So if you invest in one crore poor kids, the ratio is only 10 of them come out cheetahs. And it's a paid business model. Mm. I mean, one crore kids and only 10 are coming out great. And these 10, the day they get to not Germany or England or America's visa, they get visa for Ethiopia, they'll go there also. <laughs> True. So, so what do we do? And what are the rich kids doing? Rich kids are going abroad. Rich kids are uh, killing kids. Rich kids are raping kids. Rich kids are committing suicide. They're overdosing on drugs. Um, so they're doing all these things. And it's not that they're bad kids. There's no place for them. There's no rehab for them. You know, for the rehab, we have to go to Switzerland. We have to go to England. Even India has some really good rehabs. But Pakistan right now, I think you're not focusing on that. So what I want to do is, I don't want to have a rehab. I want to have a retreat. And it's only not only for just rich kids, for anyone can come Absolutely. come in and kind of rejuvenate themselves and cleanse themselves. And you know, I want to have a little uh, animal shelter right next to it, so you, oh, nice. you heal an animal. The animal heals you. You live off the land. You you eat what you grow. And that's that that's that's my that's my plan that I want to do. And I want to get people from all over the world to come help me with this, and come give me a year. Come spend this time there and. I'll give you housing, I'll give you good food, you know, I'll have good music. <laughs> so How lovely. enjoy and teach us what you know, teach the people here. So, you know, that's, you know, I want to build the commune there now. And uh, uh, this one will stay and will function. I will keep on coming here every, every week. But I think um, there needs to be a commune in, my, in, in, in every gully and every mohalla in the world. When I and my idea of a commune is a place where you know a place that becomes what the need of the time is. Hmm. If the need of the time is an art gallery, great, maybe it should become an art gallery. If the need of the time is uh, is educating people, well, yes. And if it needs to become a shelter, it should become a shelter. You know, it should be a musafir khana for people who want to come and stay. You know, people who do not know anyone in the city. You know, they should be able to come to places, you know, like the commune and, and, and live and, and meet people of, of, of all ways of life, you know. 
rich people, poor people, educated, uneducated, you know, all. So, we, you know, we need to start understanding how we need to coexist among people who are not like us. Mm. You know, like-minded, nobody's like-minded. Everyone has their own mind. And, you know, so we need to stop making people look like us. We need to stop making people fear people like us. We need to start accepting ourselves first and then respecting others and accepting, you know, how, how they see life. Look, we all love each other in a different way. So we just have to see how we love each other in different ways. That's all we need to do. Absolutely. All are welcome so long as no body odor and their check doesn't bounce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for that very, very heartfelt, uh, warm and honest uh, last hour we spent with you. Really, really appreciate you having shared your life's experiences with us and your very insightful and inspiring words. And it was an absolute absolute. Uh, pleasure chatting with you and we wish you the very very best for the commune and hopefully if it's in the stars and we can make it work with covid and with visa i would love to come and spend some time with you and explore those 99 music instruments i'm a musician as you can see behind it will, me it, it will it will it will come to you once you take the if out of your life absolutely <laughs> if and the but out but is slightly difficult to take out it's now joined to our body <laughs> He's funny too. <laughs> Thank you, Yusuf Bhai. It's been an absolute pleasure. If you enjoyed this podcast, there is no better way to support us than to spread our message to like-minded folks. Follow us on our socials. We're most active on Instagram, but you can find us posting on Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, and all the other usual suspects. Just search for 83 to infinity. And if you're feeling really generous, maybe put up a story about us and talk about how awesome we are. You know, the usual. Also, if you have an idea for us to explore or know of someone that would be a great guest on 883, just drop us a message on Insta. We want this to be as interactive as possible and would love to feature and possibly dissect your thoughts on India, Pakistan, the bonds that join us and the gaps that separate us. This podcast was produced by Janvi Shetty, edited by Bijal Kakkar and Abbas Mahableshwarwala. Our social content is powered by Apurva, Arshi and Purva from Team Mammoth. Support the 883 art project led by Akash and Ahmed. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are not meant to offend or hurt the sentiments of, including, but not limited to any person, dead or alive, religion or ethnic group, community or country. The primary purpose of this podcast is to build a cultural bridge and shed light on the similarities that we share with our friends from across the border.